Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm all by myself today. Get well soon, Andy. Uh, it's it's a little lonely in here when I'm all by myself. Uh, it is Friday, January 11th, and uh, we have a, a great new issue of the Lutheran Witness that hopefully has hit your mailbox already, um, all about missions and witnessing from a Lutheran perspective. A lot of a lot of really great stuff in here. Uh, and uh, if you've been listening to the Coffee Hour for a while, you may know that one of my favorite things to do is talk to our missionaries uh, and learning about how they are sharing the good news of Jesus to the people around them. Uh, and usually those missionaries are from uh, are, are, are doing this work uh, around the world in other countries. Uh, but today I get to talk to uh, missionaries who are working right here in the U.S. Joining me by phone, uh, the Reverend Adam and Deaconess Melissa De- Groot, who, did I say your name right? Is that De Groot? De Groot? <laughs> you, 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 you're close. The two O's are always deceiving, but it's actually De Groot. You know? Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Serving as uh, domestic missionaries in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know, I knew I was going to say your name wrong because in my head I always say De Groot, but I know it's not. <laughs> you are, yes, m- most people do. So. <laughs> <laughs> want, want. Um, well, thank you for joining me. It's really exciting to talk to you guys. Um, tell me about uh, the mission field in, in New Mexico. Why, why the need for domestic missionaries in, in Albuquerque? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty vast, actually. Albuquerque, and I didn't realize this until a couple of weeks ago, Albuquerque is actually the 30th largest city in the United States. And, and um, you know, we, we had previously served in Philadelphia, which was which is now the sixth. But, you know, it's culturally uh, a very nuanced uh, place. It's, it's historically Spanish uh, with a lot of American history farther back than even uh, colonial America on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of that is Spanish, so there's a lot of uh, Spanish influence, but a lot of uh, Mexican immigrant influence, along with uh, a lot of transplanted Anglo influence uh, that all came in um, in mass during the, uh, the development of the atomic bomb. So um, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very <clears throat> diverse place in terms of ideas, culture, uh, and uh, socioeconomic status, for that matter, too. Yeah. So tell me, uh, tell me about the the work that you're doing uh, in Albuquerque, reaching out to people. Um, well, <clears throat> I think the the main thing that we do, and I think this was kind of covered, you know, as as we um, as we went through the interview for the Lutheran Witness. But you know, the main thing is is, is the consistency of a divine service, uh, and that's been maintained for five years now. Pastor Elisha Leitzow uh, and Faith in Christ Lutheran Church, and uh, Mr. Al Arnold. Um, have been very faithful along with their families uh, in dedicating their time to uh, being at um, being at uh, St. Andrew every Sunday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then um, what that affords us is, is of course, um, visibility, uh, but also the consistency where people know that they can find us in the same place at the same time. And then that's allowed me and, and Melissa, as we've, we've gotten on the ground here, to, to expand that a little bit um, into into other things that uh, we're doing on the ground. So um, that's, uh, that's I think, a, a, a brief synopsis uh, for you, an overview. Mm-hmm. Melissa, what, what do you do uh, during the days uh, as a domestic missionary in the area? <laughs> well, um, I don't have enough, well, I mean, 
Hi, I'm a rostered uh, deaconess in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Um, and of course, as a pastor's wife, I'm a helpmate to him and, um, and all of that uh, as a pastor's wife. However, um, my job right now is, is dedicated to uh, homeschooling our son um, and then just supporting um, St. Andrew in any way that, uh, that they need. So, um, you know, I, I guess some concrete examples would be uh, we did a, a um, an angel tree Christmas uh, program, which is, you know, uh, you know, I, I basically organized that to to uh, um, connect with families, um, you know, children of parents who are incarcerated, and so that was a really neat opportunity to to be able to do that, <clears throat> um, and and I mean just. Just the, the everyday practical stuff, uh, you know, bringing stuff over to the church that, you know, the church could use more than we could. Um, everything from, you know, area rugs to pots and pans, you know, it just the, the, the you know, the simplest, but, but also the, the very, um, you know, merciful things that, that go on in the background um, of a church. Absolutely. Uh, who makes up the congregation at St. Andrew? Is it is it a, a long, long-standing congregation or, or uh, people coming and going? How, who, who are the, the people that go to St. Andrew? Yeah, no, they, uh, it's kind of the, the old-fashioned model, um, you know, and it's sort of funny for me as a, as a semi-new Lutheran. I've, I've been a Lutheran for, you know, as an adult convert, but sort of the, the history has been that, you know, other churches, other Lutheran churches, you know, have historically, um, you know, decided to share and or have given over families from other congregations. So right now, um, out of the 25 to, to well, about 22 to 27 people that come on a regular basis, um, all of them are in some way, shape or form um, uh, transplants from other Lutheran congregations in uh, Albuquerque. And then, you know, uh, we do have some other individuals that that will come in sporadically here and there um, off the street. But then there's also, as we're on the ground a little bit more consistently, what we find um, is we're starting to get people in um, that we've maybe met once or twice, you know, people from, uh, you know, the coffee shops or people from, um, you know, the Walmart or or just walking through the neighborhood that, you know, that that are, are finally coming in to check out. Um, where that guy at the collar actually works, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> and you know, and we pray, of course. And I think you know, your your ad in between was really wonderful. But I think you know, as KFU was asking for prayers that, that that the word would be received. You know, that's the same sort of thing as, as all Christians and, and missionaries pray for too. Is that you know, Lord, Lord, make me faithful, make us faithful to proclaim your word as you would have us. And, and send your spirit to attend to that word that, that, it, might, that it might instill faith in these individuals, um, that they might come to hear the, of the forgiveness of sins and those sorts of things. So it's, it's, uh, it's small, it's meager, it's, it's largely comprised of individuals that are, are, are strong families, um, but that's also, I think, very good in the sense that we have a good core group um, that Lord willing will be able to build upon as, as uh, the Lord affords us the future. Absolutely. And speaking of the future, what uh, what what is the I don't know the next steps or the the path forward for St. Andrew? Where where are you hoping to to go with this congregation? It's so it's so funny. I think it goes back to what Melissa was saying. Is that it's one of those things where I kind of have to check and see, you know, kind of what the the next anticipated the next anticipated step happens to be. And and I and I just a little bit too because you know we're 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 still getting situated. 
in mm-hmm. Albuquerque. Um, you know, we're figuring out, you know, what are the best options that we have for, you know, a number of different things. But the, the future for St. Andrew is, uh, you know, we're, we're waiting right now for the Rocky Mountain um, uh, District, their board, to approve our constitution and bylaws so that we can actually become uh, constituted in, in an, and an independent congregation. But there's mm-hmm. some, some difficulties with that because, um, we're still too small to actually be able to support ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we want to be able to be independent and, and to have the responsibilities, but we also understand that we're going to have some limitations financially, and that's why it's so important that, you know, your listeners and, and, and members throughout the, the Synod understand that, you know, we, we really do need to have the support of, of people within the Synod to, to, to help uh, offset the costs for St. Andrew being able to have a pastor, but in the meantime, to know um, that that these donations and the support is is going um, to one, a viable mission, uh, a faithful mission, um, a family that is is seeing to, you know, as many of the the pertinent details as possible um, and is is providing uh, these these gifts of our Lord to a congregation that that we continue to to grow uh, more accustomed to uh, as the days go by. Absolutely. Um, how can people support you? Or do you have a website, Facebook page, a blog that, that people can, can yeah, follow and no, see your story? It's, it's sort of funny because, you know, I'm starting to realize that Facebook, you know, I, there was a time where Facebook was kind of new and hip. And, and I'm realizing <laughs> now as I talk to more millennials that um, there are other things that I, I need to be made aware of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, we do have uh, a Facebook page, and that's uh, DeGroats in Albuquerque. Uh, but also St. Andrew um, has a Facebook page, too, and those can be linked um, through through us personally, and that's uh, Adam and Melissa DeGroat. Um, certainly, if uh, you're, you're wanting to friend request us, we, you know, we'll, we'll scrutinize you. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then uh, St. Andrew has um, a website, too, St. Andrew uh, Lutheran Church, and that's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, and you can uh, find sermons and, and sort of updates as to what, what's going on at the church. And then finally, uh, the synod, um, I'm a, I am a synod, synodically uh, called, or not necessarily called, but synodically employed domestic missionary. And, and what that means basically is that um, donations um, are accepted by the synod, uh, and then the synod then sees to, to my care. And that, that basically is, a, is easy, an easy Google search. You can search uh, DeGroote Missionary. Um, it's sort of funny, you know, as a, as a young kid, of course, the Internet didn't exist, but, you know, I, I type it in now and I realize, my goodness, I'm on the Internet. It's sort of a, a <laughs> yes. funny thing. Yeah. So DeGroote, yeah, DeGroote Missionary, and then you can add Albuquerque in there, too, and then that'll take you right to our page, and then it'll uh, it'll have a simple link for that. And, of course, you know, one-time gifts are wonderful, and and yet if you are, you know, able to and can prayerfully consider possible uh, ongoing giving, uh, we, would, we would greatly appreciate that as well. Absolutely. Uh, Reverend Adam and Deaconess Melissa DeGroote, Diplomatic Missionaries in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thanks so much for joining me on the Coffee Hour today. Thank Our pleasure, you. Sarah. Anytime, anywhere.